0: Hey Hi Hello And I like, totally just like stopped. My brain <laughs> said we're done.
1: <laughs> so I'd like guys. to welcome you to Bloody Bubbles. Welcome. <laughs>
0: welcome. My name is Tootsie Fluff. Yes, this is Tootsie Fluff! T.F. and the hizzy! <laughs> and fluffy pants! I hate fucking fluffy pants.
1: <laughs> if you don't know what that means, <laughs> you're not personal friends with us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that is
1: our new names.
0: Yep, I'm starting to call Nicole T.F. from here on out. Yep. And then my whole spiel was that people would be like, T.F.? What? What's T.F.? And what the fuck? And I'd be like, no! Tootsie Fluff. <laughs>
1: I want to say Tootsie Floof. <laughs> floof. I'm part of floof, I, like I Floof. I I I mean that's okay. So it's a tootsie thing. Tootsie Floofy. It was your Easter Bunny name, <laughs> and Shauna was just like, "Oh my God!" And all of our personal friends, yeah. Dawn being one of them, Dawn. <laughs> we love you Dawn, and we love you Brittany.
0: And Nevada, <laughs> congratulations on you graduating hello soon and that's getting, getting ready world. to
1: cross the stage soon. Yeah. I actually well saw okay. today, which will be yesterday to you. I saw her today <gasps> when we were getting tacos Gorgeous. for lunch. Oh, absolutely stunning. Sorry. Her mom's like little yeah. mini, yes, yeah. beautiful humans. Yes. So um, all you kids graduating here soon
0: soon soon. Like <gasps> Kenzie. Our sweet Kenzie. Ken's delicious. Most of the time. And then um <laughs> then my Just monkey man, you. he's graduating eighth grade. Mm. And then my spider monkey, he's graduating sixth grade. Um Arlo will
1: graduate preschool.
0: Arlo's graduating preschool. There's a lot of
1: graduations.
0: My little boogeyman.
1: Arlo I didn't know why. All of our our little town does, like, obviously. They literally have ceremonies for every single one. Senior, eighth, sixth, preschool, kindergarten, everything. Yeah. Everybody gets a graduation. You Next get a graduation. Up, Zabry. You Zabry Zabry get a graduation.
0: Zabri does not get a graduation. Zabry has, fuck you, fifth grader going to sixth grade. <laughs> Zabrie's getting a whole new life. Where she, is. she gets to literally she, be
1: the village witch. She, and I'm Not here.
0: only that, but she also gets to literally be in junior high or middle school in Arkansas. Oh my god. So. Guess whose bubble got burst last night? Because she decided to take a shower. She's like, I just want to talk to you. And I said, I'm totally fine with that. So she um, she starts Stupid. talking about how... Uh, Apollo. What
1: happened? He's chewing on something.
0: Oh, chewing on Oh, okay. That thing is really tough. Anyway, to truth. Long story even longer. Um, She was said something about recess. And I'm like, hello, no, you won't have... Junior high doesn't have recess, babe. Sorry, when once you're out of elementary school, recess is boo boo. No
1: more. Re- wow, and that like really- she kind of was like.
0: So all my friends here still have recess, and I'm not. I'm like you're gonna be junior high.
1: <laughs> She's <laughs> probably gonna love it. She, she make
0: get to try it for. She could probably try it for cheerleading. I don't know. Well, I don't she, know. I know she, well, I don't know if she still wants to do tennis. Well, re, I mean, she wanted to here, so I would. Well, oh, uh, I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah, I love tennis in high school. She, yeah. Whatever, they will all do great. It will be hard at first, for sure. It always is hard when you move, especially as a little kid. But also, yeah. especially as a little kid, you're in a school with surrounded by people your age. So I just feel like... Yeah. It's so much easier when you're a child than when you're an adult. Yeah. Because, like, here's me. Here's
1: me that's like... Hey. Okay, you hear the background noise. There's a tiny baby crawling around on the floor.
0: Yes. For the <coughs> moment. Oh! Yeah. going to have baby noises. So we still don't know... Um possibly the closing happens on the 12th of May, or it doesn't. I don't fucking know. They're like, probably, maybe, no, not definitely, but for sure. This is like when she was pregnant with Xander,
1: and the doctor's like, oh, it's 100% a girl, but don't paint your room, Pink. Then they go in to have him, because she had to have a scheduled C-section. They're like, what are we having today? And Shauna was like, really? Or Vince, Vince, one of you guys, really? (laughs) Really? So this is just, you know, it's just kind of the course of things, so... We're definitely gonna. I've already started getting my life together and getting more notes together. That way we can start like pre recording and have a lot of stuff, even if it's like not ones we use right away, but of who I am as a person. Like, I've been working on this one case for about two weeks now because I got a book and I'm not good at reading. And honestly, I mean, it's excellent. It's got excellent information, but it has also um, very. mundane details that you don't need uh, like he gives like a description of everyone and what they look like and i'm like i'm not going to tell you that okay. julie oh my god i almost said her julie her funny. name is judy and the thing. julia, julia, julia judia Judea. Judah. whoever
0: priest goodbye
1: um has blonde hair and she's 61 and likes her fingernails long like that's like the kind of details he goes about like explaining these people which i'm like you're just Thank probably you, like him. reading yeah. it for fun, and I'm like, no, I'm just trying to get to the nitty-gritty of why yeah, this yeah, chick chopped her yeah. dude's head off. So, yeah. so that'll be coming soon. Spoiler hey. alert! Maybe head chopping. chopping. Yeah, it's head. it's kind of it, it's <laughs> gonna be like a simple case, and then I bought a book like months ago. Like. <laughs> Before Christmas, <laughs> it's
0: what i I was
1: still pregnant. We'll put it that way, okay? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But this case, it's another Nate case. Thank Ooh. you, Nate. Dog. Boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. Nate
1: is great always. Is what I put in my notes, sir. Oh God! Excuse my mouth
0: hole. That was yeah. That was TF over it. So, let's Tootsie Floof
1: <laughs> I like Fluff better. I I'm gonna floof. change it. Tootsie Floof I'm going to get just... just change
0: mine almost oh, oh. entirely? like Let's yes. just do something... Floofy else. pants. I don't like floofy... I don't like the fucking pants. You don't like the pants? I don't. I think it's because probably because, like, I'm, like, fucking pre, during, post, whatever. Not post. Menopausal. I cannot... My boobs won't stop sweating, and I can't stop gaining weight and shit. can stop, stop. You know? And, like... And I'm sure antidepressants don't help with that either. Nor eating the amount of jelly beans I like to eat. Because Easter just happened. Um, So... A floofy pants just makes me more self conscious. It makes me more like okay, are we talking about the cellulite all over my thighs and my jeans? Which I know like get over it, Shauna, you're forty one, but like I, it just I don't it doesn't make me happy. It doesn't it doesn't make me smile, it just makes me a little angsty. Maybe she should I need be a
1: <laughs> floofy angst. <laughs> angsty floof. Oh my I'm Flanksty. I'm Flighty. I'm <laughs> um Oh my god, so I just did it with your name just for funsies, Uh and it came up sassy buns.
0: (laughs) Okay, I am fine with sassy buns. Let's do sassy buns. And let's not eat things on the floor, Apollo. Sassy buns. No. Sassy buns. I feel like
1: just because you're being salty a little bit about this fluffy (laughs) pants, but I literally typed her name into the, the thing. Uh, Okay, we're going to read this. If you don't like the long babble, I'll put in a little interjection of when we actually start talking about evil things. Or will she? Or will she? Probably not. I'll forget. Um, Her strength is she loves with her whole heart, 1,057 billion percent. Weakness, she gives and gives and gives. And her secret is she's learning to let go.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. I am sassy. And buns. her dark
1: side, she is both the calm and the storm. I'm I screenshotting this. Fucking
0: sassy buns. Too. Sassy
1: buns all day. We had to be together for it to work properly. That's why she, this is, okay. Tootsie floof and sassy buns. I'm getting that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm can get little fluffy bunny butts. <laughs> <gasps> Okay, we're gonna get him in Arkansas. That way, when I go visit, it'll be like super magical. I've lost him. Yes. What are you doing under there?
0: Hello. Hello. Oh. Yes, Wait. You wanna play
1: queen. with the peanut? Play with
0: the peanut? I don't know how to speak waves. I don't either. All right. Now with- on with the show. Okay. So. Hi. Don, that was for you. Yes, it was. <laughs> Sassy buns. Sassy yes, I'm
1: writing Sassy it down so I can remember it. it always. And even, okay, before I delve, delve, delve into this, mm-hmm. even when Shauna goes to her new home and her new life and her wonderful witchiness, because um, there's just, it's their their house is, like, not around a lot of people, which is super show yeah.
0: We're totally, like... They're going to be the town witch. I fucking, yes. Taking witch up here. Yes. Totally okay. um, and, like, I get to, like, truly be me without having to worry about... I just finally just get to get away and just like. Mm-hmm. This has been
1: a long time about. coming.
0: Have to worry about, just yeah. I can just yeah. be me and just not not worry you. about it. Not worry about what's this person gonna think or that person gonna think and, and even Does with it... family because now I'm even further away. I'm be like it's all right. This is just who I am. This is. Who some I is closer. Some time. is further. Yeah, and yeah. I just I'm I'm it's.
1: It's gonna be a very beautiful awakening. It's and...
0: gonna be hard, but it's gonna be more great than hard.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be hard for <laughs> me. It's gonna be
0: like a penis. It's hard, but
1: amazing. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> Apparently, I'm up, I'm back on that kick, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry. I shouldn't say that I'm my little nephew.
1: <laughs> I can't grab him. I don't know how to hold a baby anymore. He's not really a baby. Look at all this fur. Can hey. make a new zone. So anyway, we will sometimes like once we figure it out and. We'll be able to like do video chat like things, so she'll still be really? able to be a part of it every. Wow. Get a well, i don't never no, gonna video. Well, I mean, no, go. I mean, we'll do just recording the sound. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. we'll do audio, audio <laughs> chat. I'll probably do video chat so I can see her. But just you kidding. won't.
0: Gonna, all you're gonna see is Apollo's adorable feet.
1: Yeah, she'd be like, um, I don't care about what you're telling me about. I need to see your Yeah, because you guys didn't
0: respond to the chin thing, so. Yeah, absolutely not. No one has said
1: a word. But y'all were like, if y'all don't say Tootsie Fluff. <laughs> Tootsie Fluff. <laughs> Tootsie Fluff. And now Sassabuns. I don't nuts. know why we went Southern, uh, but here we are. At
0: Arkansas. Hey. Uh, oh, shoot, we're Practicing. Practicing. <laughs> That's so. the only Arkansas thing I'm practicing. There are some things that are going on there that I'm not okay with, and I hope the majority of the people who listen to this are in agreement with me. But man, those stupid Confederate flags that I've seen—oh uh, like, yeah, I was like, what are I you want talk? to fucking vomit. It just like, yeah. but not not even gonna say to each their own. Like fuck you, and if you say words to me about it or whatever, I will say words back to you. But overall, the hospitality. Granted, mm-hmm. I am a white fucking chick, so of course. But, like, they people have been very nice. And <laughs> and I will put up my gay pride flag. I will do... I don't give a... F- flying f- Floof. 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 <laughs> floof and flags. With these sassy buns. All right, I'm done. Sorry. That went a little... My brain's everywhere. Let's just do that. She might be having a low, I don't know. Smol- <laughs> No, I just had, like, 12 jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> She's having a really big high. Right hey. now. Hi. It's the only high she'll ever get. Ayyy! Hey! Uh,
1: because she just celebrated eight years sober. I did, you guys. I did. On yes. the 23rd and,
0: of April, uh, Vince and I. Um, officially eight years, um, drug and alcohol free. Clean and
1: citrine. And if you don't understand what that meant, I did put it in all the descriptions. There was so much reaction on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook about everybody just showing them so much love. And, but, um, if you know us also, we're crystal junkies. Sorry for the super long intro, but not not sorry sorry. at the same time (laughs) we babble here and then we bloody, Mm -hmm. um, and I am bleeding. Yeah, ah! i'm so. not 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 yet not for a while um not pregnant oh god Ooh, that could have went somewhere i just got off my another long ago <laughs> okay this really got away from me citrine is a type of crystal i hope i'm saying that right citrine? yes yeah clean and citrine and it's it's associated with the number eight because of course i looked that up so that is what we were going with because i thought it was pretty cool so
0: eight years mm -hmm. and the best decision we could have ever made and done and
1: just and not not that i'm not a thousand percent proud of both of them but hearing whenever i'll never not talk about it and it used it might make me emotional who knows who knows you never know um but like hearing vince finally speak about it yeah. And that's an <laughs> Apollo interlude for there you. Because I just had to do a lot of editing. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, um so this is uh, the case of Paula Cooper.
0: Paula Cooper.
1: I believe she was on Snapped.
0: Okay. I think is what it was.
1: I think I don't remember. Paula
0: Cooper. She's not super. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell this story? Uh, Do you want to tell it? I mean, super cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really think that's what she was on. That's all right.
1: So maybe it out. might have been. Actually, I think that was the other case that I was watching. Never mind.
0: It's all right. She was on something, guys. She, <sighs> things are happening. She did stuff. <laughs> yeah. So. So, Nate's gonna be like, actually. Nate's gonna be like, you know what? You fucked this up big time. Way to go. I'm done. Way to have like a 12 minute
1: intro that I didn't wanna hear. Yeah. And then, um, now you, that's not what she was on. I'm pretty sure Snapped is the other case that I was working on today, too. She was on a show. She was on a show, and Nate Nate was like, check this bitch out. Yeah. Thanks, Nate. Nate, you're the best. (laughs) So, um, the, uh, one of the big stories or articles, well, I think it's, I don't know. It's like a short story, and, um, it talks about, um, it's Bill Pelkey mm-hmm. and his grandmother is actually the victim, um, that, uh, is a f- fell victim to Paula Cooper, my Lantis. Um, so, he, um, he has a story, they called it a book. So I don't know if this was just an excerpt that I found Okay. or if it's just like, just a super, like, maybe it was in like a magazine or something. I don't know, but it's called the journey of hope from violence to healing. And this bill is literally like. Earth Angel, like Aww. an earth angel. And so a lot of this I'll try to I, well, I took a lot from his um reading or yeah from his story. And then I found a couple other things. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing at him, laughing at apollo eh? Eh? Um yeah. So oh my um, lands. Okay,
0: mute.
1: Um, so we're gonna go I'm going to Tarantino it, just like Shauna loves. It's
0: my favorite. But
1: this happens when these girls are super young, and it's because um, there's a few of them that actually do this all together. Hi, baby. Hello. So it's May 14th, 1985, <coughs> a Tuesday. Yep. Always a Tuesday. Always a Tuesday. We're uh, Paula, Karen, April, and Denise. They're our ninth grade students at Lou Wallace High School in Gary, Indiana, and they leave school around lunchtime. They had planned on ditching the rest of the day because that's teenagers. Yeah. So they end up going to the girls' um, house named April, where they drink some beer and wine and smoke some weed, you know, just casual teenage things. I think they're, like, from ages 15 to 17, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think it's in here later, but they're, that's their age range, and they're all friends. They began to talk about what they wanted to do for the rest of the day. This is where it gets not so normal teenageriness. Okay. Um, okay, I guess not quite yet, but soon. So they end up going to the local arcade. Some, it's, it's, it's gonna date ourselves a little bit. If you don't know what an arcade is, <laughs> get it together. Get it together. It's <laughs> a super fun place. It still exists in some places. It was a few. Cute... Okay, cool. Bye. A few blocks away, they play video games. What's
0: Candy for? For reason?
1: Okay, please go. No. Uh, I lost my spot. Okay. Uh, yeah, went to play video games, but they just didn't... They had one problem, and that was that they didn't have any money, because they were teenagers. Obviously, didn't need to work, didn't have to work. I don't know. Just, But they didn't have money. So they were just, you know, chatting about coming up with some money, figured out, well, what should we do? Well, April who you would think is a ringleader and she's not obviously because this case is about Paula Cooper she goes there's an old lady who lives across the alley from where I do she teaches bible lessons to neighbor kids she lives alone and I think she has money oh you see where we're going with this Mm. it's not good Mm -hmm. so the girls all agreed on the plan April would stay in the um, background because I think she obviously knew this lady and we'll get to her um, her name here in a moment um. <clears throat> oh, my lands. Do I want to... Okay. He, he, because this is wrote by Bill. Um. Now I need to know what her name is. This is horrible. Uh, da, da, da. Well, her last name is Pokey. Now I can't remember what her first name is. Because he calls her Nana. Which is so freaking precious. I'm like, as I was reading it, I'm like, I got sex. <laughs> I know, That's what John's kids call her mom. I'm like, oh no, not Nana. Oh, uh... Uh oh, it's not Gloria. That's somebody else. Gosh, there's a whole lot going on in here. Well, this this makes me look freaking great. Okay, um, Paula is the killer lady. We'll get there. It's fine. I'm overthinking it. So, um, oh yeah, because April's like, I'll stay back. Um, because if you, three girls go to her house and knock on the door and tell her you'd like to take her Bible lessons, I'll, i think she'll let you in the house. If she lets you in the house, you can rob her. I'll stay as a lookout since she would recognize me because April, <coughs> I'm pretty sure they went to the same church besides these Bible lessons. So the, um, girls all agreed. Um, and. So they go up to the door and she answers um, and they go, Mrs. Pelkey, we'd like to hear your, uh, we'd like to take your Bible lessons. I'm like, that is just dark, considering what's about to come. All because right. Because Tarantino, that's who I am now. Oh, I'm Tootsie Tarantino.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tootsie Foof and so, Tarantino. Tootsie Foof and Tarantino.
1: <laughs> Sassy buns. Um, So she. Answers the door, and she's like, come on in, of course. She's just, she's just that traditional, loving, sweet, adorable grandma type. Mm -hmm. Um, And he goes that, this is from uh, The Journey of Hope. That He's like, that is the way Nana was. She was a very religious woman and was actively involved in the various um, services at the local Baptist church. On Sunday morning, she attended Sunday school and then would stay for worship service. She even attended the Bible training hour and would stay for the evening service. Like literally, Sunday was her day of just worship. On Wednesday, she went to the prayer meetings and would stay for choir practice. She was a leader in the boys and girls club at the at church and involved in the visitation and women's missionary program. A literal saint. I mean, I know that people like claim sainthood because of bad reasons, but this woman just sounds like a freaking saint. Yes. She was very active in several programs outside of the church called Child Evangel- Evangelism and Five Day Clubs. At these events, she told um, flannel graph Bible stories. I don't know what flannel graph is, I apologize. But um, with the advent of, or ad, advent, invention of video, and um, you don't see this version of storytelling very much anymore. Um, he said I had explained to what high school kids what a flannel graph story is. I need to be explained. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. And I, I, I don't, don't know, know
0: what that is. You what?
1: So um, maybe I'll include it in the description when I do the show notes. That way we can all be enlightened or I'll look it up here later. Um, so as they go into their house, there's a board set up on an easel. It's about two feet high and three feet wide covered with felt. She had cut pictures out of Bible characters with the, fl- oh, with flannel material right okay. pasted on the back. The pictures would stick on the board as she told the Bible stories, almost like Velcro. Got you. Look at that. I have the description because I take good notes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so, as she's, these three girls are in the house, Paula, Karen, and Denise, she was not Denise. nice she was uh, gross. okay, that really that was not great. Um, so she as she turned her back to go to her desk in the dining room to get some information about the classes, Denise, ironically enough, grabbed a vase off the end table and ended up hitting her in the back of the head. Uh. She fell to the floor and then Paula pulled out a knife which she had in her purse and she began to stab her. Oh my gosh. While she was stabbing her, uh, Denise and Karen started looking through the house trying to find some money. Okay, so I had two pops for the cause. Her name is Ruth. Like the book in the Bible. <laughs> Ruth. Pelkey. So, um, they had trouble finding any money because, you know, they just assumed she was an loaded and underlooted. I she just lives by herself and just <laughs> a, a, apparently automatically assumes she has money. Like, I just don't understand.
0: in her cookie jar. <laughs> right.
1: Um... They had trouble finding it, and she was. So they came back to where she was, and she, like Paula continued to stab stab her as wow, these girls are like ransacking the house. Easy. And they said, Paul, told Paula they weren't having any luck, and Paula got mad they couldn't find money, and she told Denise to take the knife. So Denise was like, "Uh, no thanks." And Karen told Karen to take it. Karen took it and twisted and turned oh the gosh. knife in in Ruth's body, while Paula ransacked the house looking for more money. So this was like not premeditated for the most part like it was more like a like a
0: a, i don't know the idea was spawn and then they just went with it like it was like hey we're gonna go see poopy no oh he's just he's just fighting sleep sorry and it's okay poop interlude (laughs) from
1: tootsie (laughs)
0: floof tootsie (laughs) poops. tootsie (laughs) Tootsie (laughs) poops.
1: Sorry, I have to enlighten this because this is really tragic. Okay, so all these girls could come up with was ten dollars, and the Worth keys it. to her yeah Sorry. Sorry. to completely murder this sweet sweet lady. And they found the keys to her car, which was a 1976 Plymouth. Um, and she was still alive as these girls leave were leaving, and she said so they just left her on the dining room floor. Oh um, gosh. they took her car drove back to the high school they had left a few hours earlier to see if any of their friends wanted to go joyriding in this car. And like bloody and
0: just... Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. Yep, no Yep. So, um, Bill's father, so it would be Ruth's son, found her body the next day. So, um, he's like, you can imagine the pain, the sorrow, and the anger that my family felt. Um, the following day... Uh, after her body was discovered, because this all happened on May 14th, so the, now it's May 15th, because that's what comes after 14, because I know my numbers. <laughs> um, <laughs> the girls were arrested the following day. Thank b- goodness. Yeah.
0: Mm. Um. Well, and I'm sorry, when you're 14, 15, 16, 17, whatever, you gotta yeah. keep your mouth shut. No, out. like, like girls are, like, totally robbed this girl,
1: this old lady's
0: house, yeah. we found 10 bucks in a car. Yeah. As a girl, don't get at me because I'm a fucking girl. We don't, we're not gonna fucking, as far as like secret keeping, when something crazy like that fucking happens, especially if you're psycho, like, what's her name? Paula. Paula, I'm so Peggy. Um, like, she, she, well, actually, she'd probably be able to keep her. Mouse shut because she probably had no feeling about it at all she's probably like whatever i don't get i don't know we'll find out more about her i'm assuming yeah but like it's an interesting the other for... girls there's no fucking way girls in general they they, they they just we have to talk we gotta talk we're yes. like hens we gotta cluck 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 huh. yeah. yeah cluck 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 tooties okay um okay
1: yeah so um he, Bill wrote that he had ha- had a hard time bre- believing that four girls so young could have gotten in- involved in such a terrible, heinous crime. He had children at, that were um, the same age when this was all going down. Um, the state of Indiana at one point said they were going to go for the death penalty for all four of these girls, but hey. decided to just go for the that for the death penalty for two of them who handled the knife, which was Denise. <laughs> I keep on to say D Denise, not nice <laughs> Denise and Paula. Excuse me. Both girls pled guilty, so there was no criminal trial, um, and each girl simply had a sentencing hearing. The first girl was Karen Corder. Corder, not like Corter, Corder. She was 16 when the um, crime was committed, and she pled guilty to twisting and turning the knife. Oh, it was Karen. I think I said Denise. Yeah. Denise said, she refused, sorry. Okay. Karen, yeah, she put the knife. Um, she did that for 15 to 20 minutes, stabbing the knife and twisting it in her body is what she admitted to doing. Like well, that's Karen,
0: Karen
1: Karen and Paula. Wow. Like yeah, the judge had the choice of either sentencing her to death or to Indiana's alternative at that time was 60 years in prison. He he elected not to do death and gave her the 60 year sentence. So 76 is when she would be getting out of um, prison. And yeah.
0: yeah. You, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um,
1: the judge stated the reason he was not giving her the death sentence is because she was under the influence of a dominating personality, which was Paula. Because Paula was clearly the ringleader. Okay, but still, did Paula tell her twist, twist tonight? I'm sorry. Okay, can you going, I'm honestly? Not to... She probably did. Oh, I just, okay. um, right. Paula was only 15 at the time of this murder. She was the one who brought the knife. She pled guilty to stabbing Ruth. I I keep reading it as Nana. Um, She was deemed the ringleader of the girls. There was a four-hour sentencing hearing to determine what her punishment would be. Would she live or would she die? She was described by her lawyers as a victim of sexual abuse and had attended ten different schools by the time of the murder. So a very inconsistent childhood coming up into this because she's 15. She's still a kid. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, 10 different schools, and she had a prior record as being a (laughs) runaway
0: for burglary.
1: And there was a little question of her guilt in the case. You don't say. She was considered to be the ringleader of the girls, like I said, aged 14 to 16, who were all given sentences, um, varying from 25 years up to 60 years for the roles in the crime. Uh, Paula attacked
0: guards. Every time you say, uh, Paula... I was like Apollo. Sorry, like Apollo. <laughs> uh, <Paula? laughs> um, she, uh, yeah. According to authorities,
1: she attacked guards while she was in the juvenile center <laughs> after her arrest, and had to be moved to the county jail. There, it was reported she bragged about her crime and said she would do it again. This is so crazy because she takes a very different tune as she gets older.
0: Um, well, maybe she was just. I mean, sorry. That's actually trying to, try to give her some credit, but like she was just you a know, sassy-, sassy pants. I'm sassy buns, but she's a sassy pants, and, like, I don't know. I've never, I've never there's no, done, no way I could, like, kill, like, There's anything. no, I've never like, done something so that's, like, like violent, yeah. and then I'm like, guess what I did. Right, like, but I just, I, I've had, I've, I've had that 14-year-old or 15-year-old stupid attitude. Oh, for sure. Uh, but also, the moment somebody, like, the moment I get in trouble, or yeah. I think I might get the, my tune fucking changed. Yeah, I would yeah. be, like, falling apart. Yeah, be like, and, a, a, a sobbing body. baby. And yes. So, <laughs> I was all tough and mighty ten minutes right. ago.
1: Now I'm gonna and, cry yeah. my eyes to sleep. Fox. Fox. All
0: right, yeah, I can't get it. I can't. Fuck this trick. Yeah. Right.
1: Well... Okay, Um, so prosecution spent a little over two hours telling why she should get the death penalty. Um, Bill's father was one of the witnesses for the prosecution. He stated that what he saw when he walked in that house that day and identified pictures that were taken at the crime scene. He told the judge that it would be a travesty of justice if she did not get the death sentence. He pulled a paper from his pocket that listed about 25 or 30 Bible references that that he said called for the death penalty. Oh. That's very intense.
0: Just the Old Testament. For
1: like, anyway. yeah. Uh, the defense hey. spent about an hour and a half stating why she should not get the death penalty. Then the judge, um, his name is James Kimbra, Kimbrough? K-I-M-B-R-O-U-G-H. Kimbrough. Kimbra. Okay. Mm-hmm. Judge James gave his decision. um, Bill wrote, I'll never forget the words of the judge that day. He started off by saying that when he graduated from law school in 1959, that there was one thing that he knew for sure, and and that was the fact he was opposed to the death penalty. He said at that time the majority of the people in the U.S. were opposed to it, but the judge went on to say how the pendulum had now swung to the direction where the majority of the people in our country wanted, in fact, demanded the death penalty. He stated that he hoped that someday soon the American public would fill, would have their fill of death that this penalty brought and that it would come to an end. He went on to say that according to the laws of the state of Indiana, he had no choice. He sentenced Paula Cooper to death. She became the youngest female on death row in our country. Um, so Bill had wrote. I was ashamed to admit it, but that was okay with me. With her being the youngest female on death row I knew our country had a death penalty and people were being sentenced for various crimes of murder some were even being executed I felt that if they didn't get the give the death penalty to the person who murdered Nana mm-hmm. they then they were telling me and the rest of my family that my grandmother was not an important enough person to merit the perpetrator being sentenced to death right. um she, he's like my Nana was very um, a very important person and for that reason alone I had no problem that the death penalty was given um, he said when he walked outside, there were television cameras present. They asked his opinion about what had just happened in court, and he stated, quote, I feel that judge did what he had to do, and fighting back tears, I added, but it won't bring my grandmother back.
0: Oh, so. right. That and, like, I'm sorry about time, um, because we haven't done enough in this if we do, um, that I, when it's something that heinous, yeah, that, yeah, I don't give a fuck how old you are, like, you were, you, you were... You, you're a how co- a cognited thinker. Sorry, Apollo keeps trying to rip like my nose ring out of my nose, and um, you, you knew what you're doing. You weren't like even even that chick that's trying to say uh, with that other that Karen chick. Like, sorry, you. Yeah. No, sorry, I'm not gonna do it, Paula. Like, I'm... So I. Yeah. Fuck you. I mean, where are you gonna? I just. Yep. <laughs> Point being that um yeah these girls should it like i don't i don't give a shit they yeah tried as adults and and you did something so gross and heinous and awful yep. and then went joyriding afterward in her car
1: while she was at home dying on the floor Ugh. all for 10 dollars in a car for
0: 10 fucking dollars mm. in a car yep. because i was bored Ew. Ew. Gross. Gross. Oh, Yeah. gross fucking or, or just, like or you know like uh, hang her by her toenails Cover and in honey of a red Aunt hill, Like, that would be fine, too. Hmm. Right? Right, polo. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Let me have fun. Yeah. So that was
1: all... Um, that sentencing and everything happened on July... Or when... Yeah. When she was found guilty on July 11th, 1986. So that was only... It happened on May 14th. So that's only three months later. That's pretty hey. freaking fast. Yeah. You, that, like, goodness. Yeah. Exactly. Um... As the judge went to deliver his sentence, there was an old man sitting in the galley that had begun to cry and wail very loudly. They're going to kill my baby! They're going to kill my baby! Well, I'm- that person being was Paula's, uh, Paula Cooper's grandfather. The bailiff, or the judge, told the bailiff to escort him out of the courtroom. He's disrupting the proceedings. Um, tears were coming out of his eyes and rolling down his cheeks, and it was her grandfather. Uh, Bill also recalled, as Paula was led off to death row, there were tears coming out of her eyes, rolling down her cheeks and under her light blue dress, leaving
0: super dark blotches all over. And now so, you feel bad? Right. Me, bitch. And right. um, sorry, Grandpa, but your baby was... Mm, she wasn't innocent. So no. The, it's... That's, How can you be... Ugh. Okay. Just yeah. keep going. I'm sorry, sister. Um... So after a year
1: and a half had gone by, um, after Ruth's death and whenever Bill would think of her, he envisioned, he would envision how she died and how it was just horrendous. He's like, I pictured someone that I loved dearly butchered on the dining room floor of her home. This is where we went every year on Christmas Eve. This is where we went for Easter, Thanksgiving, birthdays, and other happy, joyous occasions. We would sit around her dining room table, have wonderful meals and a great time. To picture her butchered on that dining room floor was terrible. When I say butchered, that's just how I saw it. Mm. The autopsy report said that not only has she been stabbed 33 times with a 12-inch butcher knife, but they had a section of the carpet that was under her body in the courtroom that day that showed that the carpet had been shredded
0: by the knife. So they went through her. That's, yeah. Mm -mm. And they should have had wounds because all that blood, if you're continually stabbed, I don't know if it's like, they well, a, they hit her in the head with the vase, and then just immediately started stabbing her. She's like, stabbing though, like oh, you because the blood on the knife, yeah, you, your hand's gonna slip, right? You're gonna have some wounds on your hand. Obviously, probably not part of the case because they knew who. <laughs> fuck, but like, I, I just, I would assume if you're chop suing, you know, right? You're gonna fucking, you yeah. Homicide Hunter talks about that. If you're going to be a stabber, you're going to have wounds on your hand because you the, your, the, you, your hand's going to slip on the knife from the blood. hmm And so you're going to yep. have wounds.
1: Okay. They also had pictures. Oh, yeah, I just said that. Um, oh, they had pictures that showed how the hardwood floor had been bruised and splintered by the knife. Jesus. Yeah. And so he that's how
0: he envisioned her was butchered on the dining room floor. Um, yeah, these girls shouldn't... I'm so glad they didn't get, like... Oh, the age. Ah, look at the fucking crime. Ew. <sighs> I'm really so, upset about this case. Thanks yeah. a lot, Nate Dog. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so,
1: we're going to jump now. Okay, so this was 1985. We're going to jump four years into the future of the fall of 1989. Bill ends up getting a phone call. The caller identified themselves as a journalist... And he said, Mr. Pelkey, on the automatic appeal before the Indiana Supreme Court, they have just taken Paula Cooper off of death row and commuted her to this, to the this 60 years in prison.
0: Mm.
1: He told me the reason she was taken off was because the justices said that it would be exclusionary if she were the only one executed under the old law. He asked me for a comment. The first words out of my mouth were, don't get angry, but he said, praise the Lord. And he's going to go into why. Okay. <clears throat> I went on and gave testimony about Nana and her faith. I talked about love and compassion and forgiveness. I told them how I was glad that she was off of death row because I made a promise that if she was to be executed, I would have walked hand in hand with her to the electric chair. I was glad that I would not have to do that during the next hour and a half. I had 15 calls from various media around the country asking for my comments. I told them the same thing. It was a great day for me. So I don't know if this part of the story gets into it. No, it doesn't, because this is going to um, be something completely different. So, in one of the articles that I was reading, because it talks about how he was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so relieved that she's not being." He's um, when she was he. There was one point when they were in court, and she was sitting there crying. All of a sudden, he had this vision of his Nana sitting there crying, mm. and he's just like, "My Nana would not want this girl to be." executed for doing what she did because she's a broken child and he went completely to that place which that is an incredible like that that takes a lot a lot of love and his faith and Mm -hmm. his name of spirit watching over him being like you know grandson you've got to. this is how it would would be if it if I was there right and I remember reading that in one of the I don't know why I didn't put it in these notes, <clears throat> but so she ends up going on to Hello. serve and then um, she ends up getting released because she did get for time serve. Yeah, she gets out in 2013 <laughs> and um, so, but it's not quite a happy ending but yeah it just that was one thing that he had in that justice of hope so if you guys want to go check that out I'll find the link for it because I don't know if there's like more to it but he just talks about he's like my Nana would not that's not who she was mm-hmm. and I couldn't have that because at first yeah he was all on board like yeah well, you well, know he was mad. well yeah, mm, yeah, and, yeah like this child just went and took my grandma's life because of ten dollars in a car but he and they couldn't meet up for a while, But they exchanged quite a few letters about every 10 days. They'd each get a letter and Who? Um, Paula and Bill. Oh. Yeah. Like he was writing her okay. writing her. Yeah. And they corresponded quite a bit. And yeah, I don't remember what uh, I don't remember what it said in the article to when I was reading it. that yeah they talked quite a bit and that he was just like you know it's taken a lot for me to get to this point but i know my nana would want me to forgive you and i'm like what a fucking angel like uh, wow ruin me right so like i said she she did end up getting released um uh so 1985 oh 1985 Oh, Ninety-five oh five fifteen. So, not even like the full sentence. Not even half the not sentence. Not even half the sentence. Wow. Yeah. But this brings us to, um, I think, I, I can't remember. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Okay, so to 2015. So, it was just, um, a few days past memorial day and she's now 45 years old in 2015 paula cooper and she'd wanted to go out shopping for a new outfit like she did a lot of oh like rehabilitation and did just tried to be not a shitty human spending you know most of her adult life like in fucking prison like she did a lot of Good, but it, it still hung over her mm-hmm. very aggressively. So, um, so she and her friend I mean, I guess her name is Ormisha um, Linton, uh, uh, they were going to a store called Rainbow, and they were like, Okay, well, it's Memorial Day, so we can't really go there because it's close. So she's like, The best we're gonna get is Walmart, so that's where they ended up going because Paula wanted to go shopping for a new outfit. She'd been acting kind of weird, and Hermesha was pretty worried about her. Um, They had been close. They had actually met at the Indiana prison in 1995. Paula had been there for almost a decade when Armisha arrived at the Rockville Correctional Facility, facing 30 years on drugs charges, Um, and she immediately set up. Um, taking care of the new girl offering to do her hair, Paula was taking care of her. Ormisha was surprised. On the outside, Paula was only known for her crime, you know, an infamous murder she had committed when she was 15. But for all her notoriety, she had a reputation for kindness. She um, would put together small packs of neuters. Noodles. And other food items for women who didn't have money to spend at the commissary. When uh, they both were released, uh, Paula was in 2010... Or, Armisha was 2010. Paula was released in 2013. It was Paula who would need help navigating the world around her because by then she was 43 years old and it had been in prison her adult, whole adult life and only had, like, education from up to age 15. So, they ended up at Walmart that Monday night. No, it's a Tuesday Actually, it's a Monday night right now, so. Ha, <laughs> ha, um, ha. Armisha received a phone call from Paula, she's, and she's like... Um, oh, before they ended up at Walmart, Sorry. She's like, I knew something was wrong with her. She invited her to come by during her lunch break at work. Of course, she got lost. Paula didn't know her way around Indianapolis. She relied on her GPS for everything. I mean, same. I'm directionally challenged. We both are. Mm-hmm. She um, was a terrible driver. I mean, she's only been out for two years. Like, that's, you're learning so many new things that you don't get to do in a prison. So, it's like, I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um from her window, Ormisha could see that Paula was struggling to find the address. When she finally arrived, she sat down at the table, and Paula started to sob un- con- uncontrollably. It was like she was a child, like she was defeated and depleted, um, Ormisha say, uh, said. And she said, friend, I can't do it no more. It's And she kept touching her hand to her chest, and she said "It's it was on the inside. And she didn't want to pry, because Paula was a very private person, and she figured there was trouble with maybe her f- new fiancé, because Paula is like outliving life just trying to become normal so it quote unquote so she invited paula to stay with her for a few days in the spare room of her new house so after a while they end up go shopping and paula seemed to be feeling a little bit better so she got a new outfit which was gray khaki pants a gray and black and white top some black dr scholls sandals and even bought new underwear satin panties lined with Mm lace and back at the house um paula asked Armisha for some paper and envelopes right. and then spent some time out on the patio smoking cigarettes and writing okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the next morning super early may 26th was when remisha woke up and found that paula was not there the tags to her new clothes were on the bed um and pieces were starting to fall into place in her in her mind or Misha's like, something is not right. So her husband went down to the kitchen, and I heard him yelling my name. He goes, Misha, Misha. She went downstairs, and he handed her three envelopes. Um, and he hands me three envelopes and a letter for myself. And I read the first part of my letter, and I dropped it, and I said, let's go. I don't know if you're following with what I'm about to tell you. I'm going to trigger warning Now, all of a sudden, I am like sad. Like, the heck.
0: Right. <laughs> but, like, it's... That's what, but that's what prison and rehab are supposed to, or like, that. You're, they're supposed to be a re- rehabilitation center. So. Right. So, she, okay, keep going. So, Ormisha didn't know where exactly, but the letters made Paula's
1: intentions clear. Quote, she said she wanted to go where no one, no one, okay. She said she wanted to go where no eyes could see and hear the birds chirp for one last time and see the sun come up. <sighs> Later that day, after an unsuccessful search, she spoke to a police officer over the phone. She learned that Paula had been found under a tree on the north side of the city, dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to her head. Her suicide news spread pretty, pretty fast in Indiana, um, where her 2013 release had been a big event as well. Um, Yeah, it talks about how she was the youngest death row prisoner for stabbing the 77-year-old Ruth
0: Pelkey. Um, Okay, so... And I totally understand where her grandpa came from being like my baby. It's like, he knew. He yeah. Knew the bit. <laughs> she truly really wasn't sad. Yes. Sorry, Nate. I actually really like this case now because yeah. what a fucking turnaround.
1: Right. I know. It's, I was like, it's going to take you for a curve. So it ended up being like the Supreme Court ended up putting it to where it would take almost 30 years for the court, or no, it would take 30 years for the court, Supreme Court to ban the death penalty for juveniles altogether, which happened in 2005. Um, because in 1986, Indiana Lotta, in, Indiana Lotta, mm-hmm. Indiana Lotta, sorry for the dogs, someone just came in the house and they don't shut up, and one's old and deaf and blind, and so she just barks because the other one does, because she can kind of hear it, barely. She feels the vibration. Yes. Um, it said that defendants as young as 10 years old could be tried as adults and thus face the death penalty, but they soon changed that because, um, death sentences for kids who committed their crime before age 16 was not exactly... Plausible, because I
0: mean their brains are still developing. But, uh, but again, but it's, when it's it, that it, it, that can become a very, very gray yeah, area. A very slippery slope. Because yeah. even what I was saying earlier, I'm all fuck you, look at this heinous crime. And now it's kind of like mm-hmm.
1: prison did her well, but like getting her re- rehabilitated to where she wouldn't re reoffend. But it f- clearly fucked with her yeah. emotionally and mentally. And well, it's a
0: completely different life on the inside than the outside. Yes. You know, like. When when just watching shows or whatever, um, like you know, you're you, you've got set meals, you've got mm-hmm. a set place where you're gonna go to sleep, you've yep. got a set time when you're supposed to go work out or whatever. I mean, it, there's structure and then you go out in the real world and you're like and you're a felon or whatever and you have to try to find a job, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, and she's fucking still got that fifteen year old mentality. Right. Then, oh, yeah. Whoosh. Um <clears throat> Okay,
1: so it was later said that Bill, the one who wrote the Journey of Hope he went to visit her grandfather, and they would look at... They ended up looking at photo albums of Paula and her sister Rhonda. The girls had grown up amid um, harrowing abuse abuse and neglect. They were beaten with electrical cords and witnessed their father beat and raped their mother. Her name was Gloria. And once Gloria told the girls they were going to see Jesus, they turned on... Um, then turned on the car in the garage until they passed out from carbon monoxide, but all three of them ended up surviving. So... The more he learned, okay, this is where I get into where he talked about um, how he wanted to go, how Bill wanted to go visit her, which his grandmother was Ruth. The more he um, learned about Paula, the more he was certain his grandmother would have forgiven her. Like I said, he tried to visit her in prison, but was denied. It was against policy to allow convicted murderers to see members of the victim's family, so they wrote letters. Um, the, the correspondence would last for years. Uh, her nineteen when she was nineteen years old, her death sentence was commuted to sixty years in uh, July of nineteen eighty nine. Uh, by the time she was released on good behavior on June seventeenth, twenty thirteen, she was um, neither was the same person that they had been in nineteen eighty five. She was a grown woman who had earned her G D multiple degrees, the support of prisoners and activists alike. Um, Bill was now in his sixties and had wrote the journey of hope from violence to healing. Um, one of the most influential anti-death penalty groups in the country led by victims of crime he also gained permission to see paula and visited her 14 times up until her wow. um completing suicide so no one thought her reentry into the world would be easy the main concern was seeing if she'd get a job and get settled um he said uh, it was what bill told usa today the night before she was released He worried that press attention would make a challenging adjustment much harder, and indeed, the day she left, cameras waited in the parking lot, so she was escorted out the back and taken to an undisclosed location. Um, There were reports of death threats. People were really ugly about it, is what her attorney, Monica Foster, recalled. Usually, a person leaving prison in Indiana would be provided with bus fare and a check for $75, but she had more support by comparison. The Archbishop... Holy... Shit, Archbishop of Indianapolis. <laughs> Someone told me I needed to read slower. It's like, no, I just can't read in general. So that I appreciate loud. you, you for well trying. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> she had never been an adult in the world, let alone in 2013. Like, going from, yeah, there's so much that changed. From 85 to, to 2013. 80, yeah, yeah, like, so Everything. much. Like, smartphones were a thing. Like, so many things. Three days after she left prison, she ended up calling her friend, um, Melissa Marble, whose nickname was Precious, and she lived in Marion, Indiana. She was like, Precious, you need to get here, um, is what Melissa recalled. Melissa ended up moving to Indianapolis to help her friend. We were close, and I wanted to be there for Paula, is what she said. Melissa told the story in her living room in Indianapolis. It was the first Saturday in June, less than two weeks after Paula's suicide. She had a box of tissues on the couch next to her, and Ormesha, Sat in a chair to her left. The two women had never met in person, yet they could finish each other's sentences as they remembered their friend Paula. Melissa had met Paula in '93 while she was imprisoned on drug charges. She admired her smile, her empathy towards prisoners who were shunned by others because of their crimes. One woman had come to Rockville after killing her baby, and people said a lot of negative things to her. Even Melissa admitted that and said I did too. But Paula made an effort to make sure that this girl felt comfortable being there. That's really wow. I don't know if I could. I, I don't know if I could show that kind of compassion yeah. for someone who killed their baby. I don't know what her brain. Right. I, that's a whole other story. Right. What a. I know what a what a twisting turn this mm-hmm. <laughs> turned out to be. Um. Uh, she tried to get her uh, start to get her life in order. Paula did. Um, she saw Melissa less frequently. Paula had never had a job outside of prison, but she was very skilled in the kitchen. Um, she soon got hired at Five Guys... Oh, such good burgers. ...by a manager who um, prioritized offering employment to former felons. That's awesome. What a beautiful human. Before long, she was the manager herself. Um, later, she became a legal assistant at the Indiana Federal Community Defenders, where she wow. lo- worked along Monica Foster, who was her lawyer, um, who had defended her while she was a teenager. They began speaking to college... Um, For college classes, she was very nervous about public speaking, is what Monica had said over the phone, but she wanted to give back to the community, particularly talking to young people. She felt like she could say things to them that other adults could not say. Foster did not hide her anguish over Paula's death. It was completely heartbreaking. She said the office is not the same without her. Paula was relentlessly cheerful. We had no idea that she was struggling as she was, because some people are really fucking good at hiding it. Yep. Um, in a tribute, tri- oh, God bless. See, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. In a tribute on the group's website, Foster wrote, "We are uncertain why, but deeply sad that Paula reached a place that was so dark that she could not call out for help. We we would have been there. In many ways, she was lucky. Um, Paula was lucky compared to others who leave prison after so much time. She had meaningful work, dedicated advocates, her sister Rhonda, who was her rock, and a, f- a few close relationships. I mean, she was engaged." But her sunny disposition concealed a lot of pain. I think Paula did a lot of pretending is what Melissa said, and I think that's a very accurate statement. She was good at making you think she was okay. Ooh, ooh. I know a very similar story like that, but not someone who committed murder. But beneath the surface was unaddressed trauma dating back decades from her abusive childhood to alleged sexual assaults by multiple guards on death row. Yuck. The rumor at the time um, when Bill was writing his book was that Paula was trying to get pregnant so that she could be spared from execution. Oof. So it was a little bit just desperation. Yeah. Oof. When Monica first met Paula as a young attorney, nobody had bothered to tell her that she wasn't going to be taken out of her cell and executed on a whim. Because that's how death row works. You never know what day they're going to come and get you. The teenager thought she could be taken to the electric chair at any moment, and she was really scared. She just... We talked about in the beginning how, like, she was kind of an asshole because she was, but she was she was just broken yeah. and just was just... Uh, I would
0: say not a psycho. Not like, a she psycho. She had feelings. Like she, yeah, she, and she just did not project yes, them in a healthy do that way. She did because it made her feel good. No. I mean, there's the difference there, too. She she was rehabitable, right? Yeah. So the, the rehabilitation work. Yes. There are some that it doesn't, I think that's where they have to figure it out, is, is right. somebody truly insane? Is somebody, whatever, this, 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 you know, again, because what jail and prison is supposed to do is it's supposed to be a rehabilitation so that people can go back out in the world and better themselves and do better. And learn. Yeah. And they have, like, like well, she learned, she got degrees and stuff right. in there, so, like, they... And she's fucking, like, as a recovering addict, like, she's 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 paying it forward. She's, she's helping the next victim or the right. next person out there. Like, so, like, but she's doing... All the steps, like oh, she she did what she was. The wow, wow! She's like but it just goes to show too, depression. Like like that shit, it's it obviously weighed on her. like yeah. so, so again, because she's not psychotic. She had
1: this sunny disposition, but it just—it's still—it was too heavy. It, it, too starting heavy. with probably trauma that she just did not so much deal with. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Like, it's very rare when we have cases where we have empathy or sympathy for these people who just go out and kill but this this is quite wow nick
0: like seriously nate nate why did i say nick because you're looking at me and my name's too not too i never call you nicky so that was weird mm-hmm. i think i was thinking about um a, a different podcast so that was funny okay but anyway it's not, um <laughs> sorry nate dog i didn't mean to call you nick Nick Nate Dog. <laughs> That's
1: your new name.
0: That's yeah, all we're all getting new names today. Everyone,
1: so <laughs> Tootsie fluff and Sassy Buns, and now
0: Nick at Nate. Nick at Nate! As opposed to Nick at Night. Sorry. Nick at Night. Alright, Nick at Nate. <laughs> okay. Okay, this tor- wasn't great. This is fucking roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, wow.
1: The torment um, didn't end after her death sentence was commuted to the sixty years. On one occasion, she ended up getting in a fight with a guard, and she had to spend three years in solitary confinement. Three years. Years. Twenty three hours a day in a cell the size of a bathroom. Jesus. The punishment was unusually long lasting from nineteen uh, ninety five to ninety eight. Um, I've done time in lock myself. Melissa said, even after a short time in solitary, you're not the same when yeah, you come you down. Three years. Three That's,
0: years. People can barely last a week, let alone a month. Three yeah. years. Everyone, um,
1: that, or Misha would, or, not Monica would speak, no, I don't know who's saying that. Everyone who spoke, um, said the one thing that Paula needed most as, much as housing or a job with psychological help. Thousand therapy
0: percent. <laughs> I, I kinda
1: that. believe that anybody who goes in that in at that age for that amount of time needs mental health treatment, whether they think they need it or not. The mental party thing is a big reason why we're sitting here is okay is what Melissa was saying. The abuse at home with the parents, abuse in prison, um, a long time in lock or solitary confinement. She carried all of that, including her crime. Her crime was a big part of it. So the most of the world, no one no matter what else she did, it was defined it had defined her since she was fifteen. Bill may have forgiven her, even launched a movement based on forgiveness, but friends say Paula did not feel worthy of this and she had never forgiven herself. Yeah. Oh, Two goodness. weeks after she passed away, Bill ended up traveling from Alaska where he had lived back home to Indiana for a private memorial service. The small gathering um took place and it was in the backyard garden at the home of Monica Foster where Paula had wished to get married. Bill um, spoke, um, and on Facebook he asked people for prayers. After all these years, he never got a chance to see Paula after she got out. She had been told not to have contact with her victim's family, and the system continued to segregate their experiences into fixed um, irreconcilable categories. Paula's legacy was to bridge the separation, to humanize those we call monsters, there would be no journey of hope without Paula Cooper, is what Bill said firmly. It's just amazing how many lives she touched. Wow, dude. Monica, count, Monica Foster counts among them the clients who reached Paula um, on the phone in her office day in and day out. She was the first point of contact for people seeking help, some in their darkest hours. Paula, quote, was able to make them feel that they had dignity. She got who they were.
0: Dude. What you fucking... Cr- I keep thinking about how disgusted I was, like, I know. not even 20 minutes ago, and, like...
1: Oh, we've been recording for over an hour, so...
0: However long ago it was. But,
1: like, yeah, in the beginning, how she was just <gasps> a snarky-ass teenager. Hate her.
0: Yeah. I hate her. like hated her. I like, die. Die, can't go be on a fucking anthill, Claire and Honey. Remember that part? Remember when I said
1: that? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I was on this sympathetic fuck because I didn't know I was going to have this kind of turn?
0: Because, like, and this is what, like, in general, I try to, like... I don't wanna say preach about, but like like find the good of people. And then and I was so not that person. I wasn't Bill. I wanna be more like Bill. We all need to be more like Bill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bill, I wanna to... Yes, Bill and to actually honor Paula's like legacy. Yes, she did commit a <sighs> heinous crime. Dude, yeah,
0: and that's and that's but that's the whole thing. That's what for that, that's and that's what apologies or that that's what a true apology it was sorry, apologies. No oh, apologies. <laughs> apologies. Oh. Apologies. Um she 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 showed it. Sure, sure, she sure. took accountability. She did. And I mean, she there was just so much in her soul that was just like that was her broken. B- the biggest I'm I'm sorry and I'm trying to fix me the best I can because obviously because 9 out of 10 times like it's we haven't had a case like this in yeah
1: (laughs) ever where we're like yeah we're so we're on the murderous side we're on her side (laughs)
0: because she was just a broken little child like she was broken but especially because she was 15 when it happened but like It, like, her, she, she sat there, she thought about it, she had to, Mm -hmm. and she wanted to be better. She didn't want revenge, she didn't want, you know, she... Like you said, paying it forward. Yeah, Yeah. she, she, um... And she absolutely did that, and I hope
1: for the first time in Bloody Babble's history... I hope her soul is at peace. I, I hope oh, her and sweet Nana Ruth are having tea together every day because yes. I'm sure that wonderful lady opened her arms and like embraced that sweet child. That that girl you probably told her I the, love you. Oh, I lie, Hunter. Yeah. I'm, gonna, go, I'm I'm gonna... Oh crying. my god, I never cry. Oh, this hit me right in the feels. Whoosh. So... must on period, it's fine. Yeah, Mine's just because Sean <laughs> was in the room. And... <laughs> wow. So, sometimes there can be a silver lining Dude, up and, this is like our best. Like, this is the... This is the, This mean, is exactly... I truly...
0: This was fucking like, well
1: so good. Well played, sir. Well played. It
0: tastes like everything I said earlier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Oh sweet Paula, I hope Oh wow oh, I I just know that her and Nana Ruth are together because that's just I just reading about her you could feel like
0: you just know that Bill knew his Nana. That, and, okay, and sorry, and to to this is like what the Bible like and, and for whatever you guys I'm not I'm not a Bible thumper but like Neither this was what I feel like is what the Bible Is supposed to be preaching. Is supposed to be teaching. Like this is what Jesus recruited. Yeah, people like this. People who weren't these beautiful. Um, they they were sinners. They were people who weren't the greatest. Yeah, and um, because everybody like I've
1: met so many people who go to church, and I'm like, "Mm, I I, I, we don't really we don't really get into religion on here because I don't want to offend anyone. No, there are good Christian humans in the world.
0: Too, yes, for reals. Um, but uh, those good ones are the ones like that 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 aren't the judgy, and they yeah, and that half of them, them
1: don't there. even go to a church because because of how sometimes organized mm-hmm. religion is portrayed. It's in, crazy.
0: Sometimes organized religion is crazy. We just can't that.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy. just and like yeah, those are just some of the wonder, most wonderful people in the mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not fake in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And I love. I like. I have. I'm gonna mention my friend Kim because she's very vocal about mm-hmm. her ways and what she believes and how we can always have a conversation about like she's like okay this is my view on it because of what I believe mm-hmm. and she's like but I, I um, respect your belief even though it's not the same as mine mm-hmm. and I love that's one thing that her and I share because she's an absolute wonderful that's
0: how it's supposed to be and religion. that's
1: what Jesus literally wanted right. you to do that's
0: exactly what so Jesus is
1: impressed with some of y'all's choices alright I'm speaking <laughs> on his behalf alright yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says so, Jesus whatever. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, he's definitely very bright and sweet bills. And crops. not white. Sorry. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean. I mean. <laughs> true. So <laughs> thank you, everybody, a billion times over. Um, it still blows me away. We're, we went over, okay, we hit uh, 10,000 plays uh, March 8th. It is now going to be March 26th when you're hearing this. And For Really? March? Mm-hmm. April twenty sixth. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Not fixing that because of Vine. See, dude, who told me to read slower? I don't even know what month I'm in. <laughs> My birthday's in a few weeks. <sighs> so from March eighth to April twenty sixth, we are at almost eleven thousand five hundred plays. Oh, thank you. Guys. That's the over like over fifteen hundred plays in a month. Thank you, thank you, thank That's you. That's just. Beautifully wonderful, and I know a lot of people have been asking, like, "Oh my god, what's going to happen to the podcast when
0: Shauna leaves?" Um, We're definitely. I'm who trying to. Knows? Who mean, fucking knows? Who knows? Just but, stay tuned and find out. Kimmy!
1: Okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on social media. Message us your stories, <laughs> suggestions. Nate, give me more stories. Yes, I love you so much. Like that. I'm
0: so I'm sorry, Nate, that I was. Such yeah, a that, was, right. that was that was fucking awesome. I wonder.
1: I'm. I hope you. I hope it's. Um, I hope that it's was the roller coaster we were on. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't know. I don't think it was snapped. Whatever you watch that on. So please correct me because I know you will. Yes, yes, <laughs> I appreciate yes, it. Yes, sure. We just love you so much. We love all of you guys so much. Everybody, uh, like the numbers, like it blows me away. Like how fast we get through, like. It's like when we started, and it's just getting better and better and better. And I'm trying to be better, and um, I love you so much. She's trying to be like Paula. She's trying
0: to be. And do I'm better.
1: trying to be better <laughs> with when it comes to researching murder. It's great. So, um, in that sense, Paula's like, <laughs> not that girlfriend. <laughs> I will never commit it. I promise. Yeah, I I'm just gonna tell people about yes. it. So we love you guys so much, and we will be back in your ear holes. Next
0: week, until then,
1: Babylon!
0: When was the last time you watched a Disney movie? No, when did you really watch one of their early movies? My name is Jen. I started rewatching every one of the Disney animated feature films recently, and watching them with a modern eye made me say, oof, right in the childhood. Join me every Monday to learn the history behind each of these movies, and then... After I talk about the history and trivia for that movie, I'll summarize and react to my experience watching it as a modern feminist. Every week, you'll learn something, you'll laugh a little, and you'll realize that your Disney steep childhood was rife with hidden sexism, racism, classism, ableism, and more. It really will make you say, oof, right in the childhood.